Nishma Sibah Wa 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
חשוב שצריך לדעת יש הרגש עצום בלב כל ישראל ואף אחד שבעולם לא ייקח את זה ממני אז תשמע אחי תשמע טוב אנחנו עם קדוש מכל העמים האם תרגיש את זה בתוך הנשמה שהקדוש ברוך הוא בחר בנו ורוממתנו אז בת אשר איתי מכל הלב שצריך לדעת, יש הרגש עצום בלב כל ישראל, ואף אחד שבעולם לא ייקח את זה ממני, אז תשמע אחי, תשמע טוב. אנחנו עם קדוש מכל העמים, האם תרגיש את זה בתוך הנשמה? שהקדוש ברוך הוא בחר בנו ורוממתנו, אז בת אשר איתי מכל הלב. Oh, 
J.M. in the A.M. Benny Friedman, brand new with that single, Harani. He's actually scheduled to be here at J.M. in the A.M. When is Benny Friedman coming in here? Um, Let's see. The 20, for some reason, I think it's in the 20s of... Um, yeah, here it is. It's actually November 20th. November 20th, he is scheduled to be here. At JM in the AM. Uh, before that, Ohad with Levado. You heard uh, Almashi Yeshli. That was Sandy Shmueli. Saw Sandy the other night. He's been uh, sending in some great audio. Some of his most recent selections. And I know that a lot of uh, students and parents out there interact with Sandy. He's he's teaching music in uh, in like four different yeshiva schools now. Four different yeshivas. Four different day schools. Uh, which is amazing. A great performer and a great teacher. Yonatan Razel with Hatov. You heard Kolakavod done by Simcha Liner. He was here earlier in the week. That's the title track to his latest album. If you missed our conversation, you want to go to a Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network to see everything, or of course, go to our archives. Ellie Marcus, who's performing live for free this coming Sunday at the National Bible Contest. That's happening at Westside Institutional Synagogue at 2 p.m. It's a free concert. Ellie Marcus is coming Sunday. Uh, the song you heard is Mazel Tov. Yonatan Sheinfeld with Basi Leganin, of course, Regesh, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Thursday on this November the 7th, day 9 in the month of Mar Cheshvan, the year 5780. Tough Shin Pei. It's the, the second of the three-day Bahab. 51 degrees outside with 59% humidity. Winds are southwest at 7 miles an hour. Afternoon rain with a high temperature of 60. Then tonight, rain early and a low of 36. Woo! Getting cold tonight. Tomorrow, sunshine for Friday with a high only 43 degrees. You shall lie right now at 75. We're at 51 going up to 60 here in New York City as we say good morning on a Thursday here at JMNAM. Big day today. Robert Katz will be in. We'll talk about the OHEL Gala coming up November the 24th. we get a whole update on that. Ryan Hyman uh, regarding Saturday night. I hope everybody out there in the Bergen County area is going to come out to a, a congregation Keter Torah, 7.30 this coming Saturday night. A very, very inspiring Azer Mitzion program. And it concludes with my fireside chat with Brett Stevens, which I'm very much looking forward to. So that's this coming Saturday night in Teaneck, New Jersey, and Ryan's going to join us coming up. And at 8.30 this morning, Elliot Steinmetz, who is the coach of the Yeshiva University men's basketball team, they start their season in California this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Why they chose California, I think, I think we'll find out. Um, they start their season in California this weekend, and we will um, – uh, we will speak with him coming up about the prospects for the 5780 Yeshiva University men's basketball team. Uh, we'll do that at 8.30 this morning here at JM in the AM. Our friends at Art School remind you that Rav Chaim Kanievsky on Chumash Bracious is now available. It's available to you at a 15% discount and free shipping if you use the promo code RADIO. Go to artscroll.com. Rav Chaim Kanievsky on Chumash Bracious is available. Make sure to use the promo code RADIO to save and to get free shipping. Also, I wanted to remind everybody that uh, if you want to sponsor part or all of a JM and the AM broadcast, you have an amazing opportunity to do so simply by going to fjbunity.org. If you go to fjbunity.org, sponsorship opportunities is one of those tabs at the top of the page, and you get a chance to sponsor. You'll Literally, you'll see there all or part 
of a JM and AM broadcast. So first of all, I want to take this opportunity to thank Edie and David Goldman, our amazing neighbors who uh, sponsored today's JM and the AM in honor of the 30th wedding anniversary. Today's the 9th of Mar Fund, so it's 30 years. 30th uh, wedding anniversary of their wonderful neighbors, Stacy and Nahum Siegel. Trust me, Edie and David are much more wonderful neighbors than we are, but I'm not going to get into this argument with Edie over the air. Um, and Mazel Tov, loads of nachas and continued simchas in your family. Thank you very much to Edie and David from all of us here at JM and the AM. That was a beautiful uh, a sponsorship, uh, certainly, uh, for us um, to be recognized in that way, and I thank you. And Robert Fenichel has again sponsored a uh, one day of JM in the AM, and I thank him very, very much. He's down in Silver Spring, Maryland, and he is uh, sponsoring, Bob Fenichel is uh, sponsoring in honor of the Jewish residents of Leisure World, Silver Spring, Maryland. So, Bob, thank you. And again, we uh, we uh, give special regards to the residents, the Jewish residents of Leisure World, Silver Spring, Maryland, and we greatly appreciate your donation. Anybody out there who'd like to sponsor part or role of a broadcast in memory of somebody for someone's yard site, in honor of someone's birthday or any occasion, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Brand new from the DRS Yeshiva High School at JM in the AM.
רותקים נופלים עלינו, מתקנים את השברים, נסתרות רחב למעלה, מה אנחנו כבר יודעים? ניצוצות של גאולה מתגלים עכשיו, נותנים לנו תקווה אין סוף לטוב שיבוא עלינו הסוף הטוב קרוב כל כך עכשיו מסתתר בתוך השקט וממתין ליום בשורה עוד יבוא זמן שנשב כאן אז תתבהר האפלה ניצוצות של גאולה מתגלים עכשיו, נותנים לנו תקווה. אין סוף לטוב שיבוא עלינו. הסוף הטוב קרוב כל כך Thank you. 
Thursday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. Shira Lashem is Eitan Freilach. Uh, before that, Yaakov Shweki with Nitzot Sot. Mach Abracha, that was Shmuley Unger. Mehera done by the students of the uh, DRS Yeshiva High School. Thursday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. Five minutes before uh, 7 AM. More coming up. This is a uh, a new one from, oh, where are we? <laughs> This, uh, actually, this is, well, yeah, this is the latest. This is the latest from Uri Davidi for you at JM in the AM.
JM and the AM, that's Uri Davidi. Anachnu Muchanim here at JM and the AM. You think we'll be able to get our uh, news from Israel to work today? <laughs> We've had trouble trying to get the live uh, the live feed going. Mm, looks like we're having trouble again. Here's a surprise. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored Digital radio around the world and the web at NachumSiegel.com on the NachumSiegel Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. And, yeah, we're going to have to, uh, we're going to have to skip our news from Israel at the moment. And, um, hopefully we'll have it back for you tomorrow morning. Having trouble navigating the, uh, the new system they have there at Galitzal. Thursday morning, second day of Bahab. Good morning, all, and thanks for joining us. I want to thank those who have been commenting on the app. You can go to the NSN, Nahum Siegel Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Um, mazel Tov to you, Nahum and Stacy. That's from M.H. Dauber. I thank you for that. And again, thank you to uh, Edie and David Goldman for their donation in our honor to the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting. Listener, Sandy says it's 37 degrees in Muncie. It's supposed to go down to 36 here in Manhattan tonight. 37 right now in Muncie. My gosh. Winter is upon us. 
And overnight, uh, Rav Gav wrote great new music, Simcha Liner. And also overnight, and this was such a compliment, and I, I really appreciate it, because we were discussing on the air um, some of the things that um, people have taken from this program that have changed their lives. And I felt, based on experience and some of the comments I've gotten over the years, that we've had an effect on people in terms of them making Aliyah, in terms of them moving to Israel. And the listener, uh, listener E.M., overnight, uh, while listening, it looks like, to um, our radio broadcast from yesterday with Mark Rosenberg, right, you were definitely a huge chizuk and source of information while we planned our Aliyah. Well, thank you for that very, very much, to say the least. Much appreciated. Um, I want to remind you that today's JM and the AM is uh, sponsored by uh, Bob Fenichel. Um, a sponsorship in honor of the Jewish residents of Leisure World, Silver Spring, Maryland. And I want to thank him very, very much. If you want to sponsor all or part of a JMNAM broadcast, go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and you can uh, feel free to comment, um, uh, not to comment, but yeah, well, certainly comment and let us know, <laughs> let us know, uh, you know, for, for what purpose you are, uh, uh, you are uh, sponsoring. Uh, but you can go there and you'll find a variety of ways to a sponsor part or all of a radio broadcast here at JM in the AM. And I thank you very much in advance for your consideration and for uh, for sponsoring the broadcast. Lots of stuff going on. We have plenty of information. Keep it right here at JM in the AM. This is brand new from Danny Palgon.
Oh 
Let them praise the shem and we all sing. Shalom and howdy. Hi there, boys and girls and mamas and papas and everybody. It's Uncle Abe here, along with Uncle Ben Sion, Uncle Gedalia, Uncle Ruby, Uncle Menachem, and Uncle Aton in the booth. And we're going to teach you a brand new song right now, something that's really going to be a machaya. So now you get ready, get your feet moving, spot your hand and here we go. Es Hashem, Hamavoro. It's a shame, Hamavoro. It's a shame, Hamavoro. Borahu. It's a shame. It's a shame, Hamavoro. It's a shame, Hamavoro. It's a speed it up and really get you dancing. So now you follow along very closely. Stand up and get ready because the Ezra Hashem, here we go. Hashem, how the 
Oh, yes. There he is. <laughs> Avram Rosenblum with that zigazunt at the end. Uh, I, I The other day, I was speaking to somebody about the uniqueness of the Diaspora Yeshiva Band. I don't remember who it was. <coughs> I was at some event somewhere, and they were talking about how uh, they are clearly the greatest group in the history of Jewish music. And um, I, was, I wanted to dig out you know, unique tracks that symbolize the greatness of diaspora without going to the real, you know, well-known traditional ones like Ofachta and Sadiq and Malchuscha and all that. And I came up with those two. I thought those two are really, really good examples of the uh, uniqueness of diaspora. Es Hashem and Hallelujah. Eitan Kleiman had MS. You heard Danny Palgon brand new with Bo'u to open up the hour. Thursday morning, second day of Bahab. It's JM in the AM. Good morning, everybody. I want to thank uh, I want to thank Bob Finischel of um, Silver Spring, Maryland, sponsoring JM Nam today in honor of the Jewish residents of Leisure World, Silver Spring, Maryland. Thank you very much for that, and best regards to everybody down there. And uh, if you would like to uh, sponsor part or all of a JM Nam broadcast in memory of somebody, in honor of somebody, wherever the case may be, go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and click on sponsorship opportunities. I want to thank the sponsors of the Jewish Unity Initiative. It's because of them, and specifically our amazing leader, uh, Simon Jacob, that we are heading to Pittsburgh next week. We'll be broadcasting Wednesday morning from Pittsburgh one year later. Uh, next Shabbos, not this week, but next Shabbos is the uh, Hebrew yard site, the Jewish yard site of the victims of the Tree of Life synagogue attack, uh, the greatest massacre against Jews in the history of the United States. And we will be there that week. We'll be there on Wednesday to uh, speak with guests, to follow up with what's happening in Pittsburgh, and uh, provide what is an important one-year-later program for our audience. So we're there Wednesday, and I hope you'll be tuned in. Um, it'll be a very special broadcast, no doubt, from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, uh, next week here at JM in the AM. And again, a big thank you to a Jewish Unity Initiative, Simon Jacob and company, for their amazing sponsorship for that broadcast coming up on Wednesday. A reminder from our friends at Art School, Rav Chaim Kanievsky and Chumash Bracious is out and available. Uh, if you use the promo code radio, you get 15% off and free shipping. Use the promo code radio, 15% off and the free shipping. Uh, information, artscroll.com. Go to artscroll.com. All the info is there. And use that promo code radio. We'll talk about Azer Mitzion in a few minutes from now and their big event happening in Bergen County. Robert Katz will be in. Oh, hell has their big gala on the 24th of November. We'll talk about that. Elliot Steinmetz is the coach of the Yeshiva University men's basketball team. He will join us coming up 8.30 this morning. Their season begins in California this, uh, this weekend, Saturday night in California. So we'll talk about that. And plenty more. Hey, don't forget, Ellie Marcus is in concert free. Free concert this coming Sunday at the West Side Institutional Synagogue. We'll give you the details because it's part of the uh, International Adult Bible Contest. And those of you out there who want to be there for the concert and for the contest, you need to register. It's free, but you just need to register. So we'll give you that information coming up. We'll have it in our community calendar. And you should make it your business to uh, register and then go on Sunday and enjoy the contest and the free concert jm in the am it is a thursday morning broadcast with shlomo kalbach
J.M. in the A.M. Shlomo Kabach's yard site is a week from today. I don't know if we're going to be doing a full-blown uh, uh, three-hour special, but we'll certainly include a lot of his music. Three weeks, uh, excuse me, one week from today. One week from today, the 25th yard site of Shlomo Kabach. And uh, no doubt we will uh, commemorate it to uh, some degree here at J.M. in the A.M. So make sure to be tuned in. Uh, free flu shots today, uh, courtesy of... Uh, of um, New York State Senator Simcha Felder, flu shots are free at the Borough Park JCC's new office at 1310 46th Street in Brooklyn, New York. Starts at 1030 in the morning. Make sure to call for an appointment, 718-253-2015, 718-253-2015. Speaking of Shlomo Kalbach, the Shlomo Kalbach Tribute Concert is presented by the Kalbach Shul and happens at the Westside Institutional Synagogue this coming Saturday night. Aton Katz, Yehuda Green, Srilly Williger. It's going to be pretty amazing, frankly. Information, contact the Kalbach Shul. Um, we'll be in Teaneck Saturday night. I hope you'll all be with us. Uh, the Bergen County crowd is getting ready for an Evening of Heroes. Eveningofheroes.com is the website. This coming Saturday night, help Azer Mitzion celebrate saving lives together with Azer Mitzion and our IDF heroes. It's an Evening of Heroes. Saturday night, November the 9th, 7.30, Congregation Ketter Torah and Teaneck. Go to eveningofheroes.com, eveningofheroes.com. That evening will include my uh, fireside chat with Brett Stevens that I'm very much looking forward to. Should be very interesting. Congregation Talmud Torah of Flatbush, 1305 Coney Island Avenue, starts its fall lecture series. is coming Saturday night. Uh, 8.15 p.m. with Rabbi Yaakov Glasser on the history, sanctity, and future of the synagogue. Happens at Talmud Torah Flatbush on Coney Island Avenue this coming Saturday night, 718-377-2528, 718-377-2528. Uh, what else do we have here? Oh, and here it is, the 2019 International Bible Competition for Adults. The 2019 International Bible Competition for Adults. Uh, the United States Finals happens this coming Sunday at 2 p.m. at the Westside Institutional Synagogue in Manhattan. 
That is uh, 120 West 76th Street on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. Not only is it a free admission to go and view the finals and see a really cool game show um, as it relates to Tanakh and uh, and Israel, uh, but in addition to that, it's a free concert with Ellie Marcus. Ellie Marcus in a free concert this coming Sunday. It all starts at 2 p.m. It's all free. You just have to RSVP, azm.org slash Bible dash contest, azm.org slash Bible dash contest. And if you you register, you are all set for this coming Sunday at 2 p.m., azm.org slash Bible dash contest. All right. Um, I'm told that my Goldwasser has the morning off, which means we continue with more music and plenty more coming up here on a uh, Thursday morning broadcast at JM in the AM. This is from, let's see where we are here. This is from Yaakov Shweki. Possibility, laughter and smiles When I'm with you I'm soaring high and free When you're in my world I believe in me I look into your eyes and see that I can be stronger, I can be braver I can be, I can be anything Anything I want to be
Cause you believed Cause you believed in me J.M. and the A.M. Yaakov Shweki with I Can Be. Want to thank Bob Fenichel down in uh, Silver Spring, Maryland, uh, sponsoring today's broadcast of J.M. and the A.M. in honor of the Jewish residents of Leisure World, Silver Spring, Maryland. Thank you so much, Bob. And if anybody out there wants to sponsor part or all of a J.M. and the A.M. broadcast, in memory of somebody or in honor of somebody, go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. And click on sponsorship opportunities. Simple as that. Uh, well, it's a couple of years now that we are um, in this unique partnership with Azer Mitzion because of the, frankly, because of the introduction and the work of uh, Ryan Hyman um, here at JM and the AM. And uh, it has been a, quite a wonderful partnership, one where, where it included us visiting Israel and seeing up close and personal what it's like when life-saving work, literal, literal life-saving work is going on uh, around the clock. Azer Mitzion has a lot to be proud of. The National Director of Development for Azer Mitzion and the man who's uh, coordinating with his staff this coming Saturday night's amazing event in Teaneck, New Jersey, is Ryan Hyman. Ryan, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. You know, I, you should start a frequent flyers club. <laughs> <laughs> if only. You know, uh, no joke. We walked into, I mean, you've been there. We walked into the facility in Israel, and we witnessed with our own eyes what it's like to be dealing with life-saving services 24 hours a day. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, w- I, I was there this summer, and uh, one of the things I got to do, which is always a thrill, um, the, the soldiers, the chayalim that were sitting in the chairs uh, having their stem cells connect- collected, um, I got to present them with their certificate, which just is a, a simple thank you um, for, for what they do saving lives. Um, and it really is a thrill. And these, these guys sit there, and they understand what they're doing to an extent, um, but when they start realizing a little bit later that the, the very, their very blood is saving the life of a stranger somewhere in the world, uh, it, it's incredible for them. It really is. Yeah, it's uh, it's sort of like their army service. They don't believe it. When we go and thank them for saving the Jewish people, they don't believe that. When you thank them for, for saving people individually with a transplant, they don't believe that either. They just, they just go through the motions and... And I guess uh, you know they just happen to be saving lives. <laughs> whether they're Absolutely, on- and, you, and and you know I think the song that you chose before, the Yaakov Shweki, talking about heroes. These are absolute heroes. They're heroes of the Jewish people. You know, it's funny. Yesterday, you and I spoke off the air, and we have been so focused on the IDF for good reason. I mean, we know that you know it's such an amazing pool of uh, of potential uh, lifesavers uh, in the work that Azermitzion is doing. Um, and you reminded me that you don't have to be in the IDF or that plenty of people who are not in the IDF are also heroes. There are plenty of regular citizens out there who, because of a match that they have and because of a swab that they did, no matter how long ago, uh, they are uh, you know, matches for people out there who are you know, suffering with bad diseases. And uh, that's something we should really emphasize, that yes, we're celebrating IDF heroes and we're going to hear from them Saturday night, etc., uh, but there's a whole group of other people, regular citizens, who are doing the same type of work. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, w- one of the things, the statistics come out every month from the, uh, from the registry, and uh, we're, we're coming really, really close to that one million mark um, of, of people in the registry. Of that, about 560,000 are indeed IDF heroes. Uh, everybody else is made up from, you know, of regular Israeli citizens, uh, people who came out for, for very often targeted drives for very specific situations. Uh, and we had one a number of years ago for a, for a young Ethiopian woman uh, where 8,000 members of the Ethiopian community came out, not from the army necessarily, but from, you know, from the general community in Israel. Uh, we did a, a drive um, a little bit earlier this year for uh, Imri, uh, uh, a little kid by the name of Imri, a two-year-old kid. Uh, I believe something in the order of 10 or 12,000 people came out for him. Again, not from the army. These are everyday Israeli heroes. Um, and often we do drives all over the world uh, to, to, to increase the size of the registry so that it continues to grow to be not just the largest Jewish bone marrow, bone marrow registry in the world, uh, but uh, right now we're the, the sixth largest overall registry in the world. And the reality, I think that number is going to drop as our registry gets bigger and bigger virtually every single day. Whole thing is amazing, and this coming Saturday night, Azer Mitzion presents an evening of heroes. Uh, there'll be plenty to talk about of it in terms of saving lives and celebrating saving lives together with Azer Mitzion. The IDF heroes, as you just mentioned, Ryan, is a very, very big piece of it. Uh, uh, the regular citizens around the world, very, very big piece of it. And there's a third piece, and that is the people. <coughs> excuse me, the people that come out to events like this coming Saturday night for a relatively. For a relatively inexpensive price, anybody can sponsor a swabbing, which could lead, of course, to um, to a match once that person is in the registry. And I think that's one of the things that Azermitzion, why Azermitzion is so attractive to the worldwide community, because people feel they can make a difference and it does not cost a lot of money to do it. Uh, correct. But for, first of all, I must emphasize, our, our events on Saturday night, there's absolutely no charge whatsoever right. to attend. I just want to be very, very clear about that. Everyone should come. Everyone should be there. Um, if not for Shulam Lemmer's Musical Avdala, if not for uh, the commentary from Brett Stevens, if not for the Israeli food, if not for the Israeli wines, if not to meet the IDF soldiers, then at, least, at the very least, at least come and hear Nachum Siegel. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. The whole night's free, but I'll say it one more time: if one would want to, if one would want to support and pitch in, they could do so at a really, really inexpensive rate. Because to swab one person, am I right that it's fifty dollars? Is that correct? Fifty dollars per swab. Fifty yeah. dollars per swab. And uh, you know, our, we're, we're going to announce uh, you know part of our goal um, you know on on Saturday night. But we we, we want we want to swab as many as many heroes as possible, whether they're from the IDF or from, from, from elsewhere. Uh, we, we need to continue building the registry. You know, what, one of the things I think I may have mentioned to you previously, you know, 20 years ago, uh, the chances of a, a Jewish patient uh, in need of a stem cell transplant finding a match was, was an abysmal 8%. Essentially, it was a death sentence. Um, today, 20 years down the line, now that the Azimutian registry has grown 
so substantially uh, that the chances of, of a Jewish patient finding a match today is an incredible 76%. Wow. Um, which, which is, you know, really amazing. Um, but, of course, I keep on focusing on that 24%. That's what keeps right. me up at night. Yeah. How, how can we bridge the gap and, and make sure that that 24% where there isn't necessarily a match, how do we find a match for them? And the only way to do that is by continuing to grow the registry. And everybody should uh, join us on Saturday nights uh, to really learn more about how the registry works. And uh, uh, it's, it, there's no question it's going to be an evening of absolute inspiration. Um, it's, it's, it's going to be a night not to, not to forget. I am, uh, I am looking forward to it. On Saturday night, starting at 7.30, at Congregation Keter Torah, as you just heard Ryan say, it is a totally free event. <clears throat> Excuse me. You can go to eveningofheroes.com, eveningofheroes.com, to both learn more and to RSVP, eveningofheroes.com. This coming Saturday night, beginning at 7.30, Congregation Keter Torah, I will tell you that the program does include presentations by IDF soldiers, right? We will hear from members of the IDF who will be there that night uh, to inspire us. I get an opportunity to do a fireside chat with Brett Stevens. I'm preparing my questions as we speak. Uh, No stumpers, just going to get him to give us his opinion about a whole bunch of stuff, especially as it relates uh, to our community and the crowd that's going to be there on Saturday night. And uh, you get an opportunity, as Ryan reminded us, to have a nice Malava Malka. It's going to be a uh, wonderful delicious buffet with great Israeli wines and food. And all of this is absolutely free. All we're asking is that you come and learn about the work that Azer Mitzion is doing and you come and enjoy our, our full program, uh, starting with the IDF soldiers, actually starting with Shulam Lemmer, then going to the IDF soldiers and then going uh, to the conversation with Brett Stevens. So it's very simple, everybody. All you got to do is show up. It's Congregation Keter Torah in Teaneck, Saturday night, beginning at 7.30. Go to eveningofheroes.com, eveningofheroes.com. And, Ryan, you said to me this morning before we started here uh, that based on the last 24 hours, it looks like the momentum for this event is picking up like crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean, and and the, the, the incredible thing is that there are not only people from the Teaneck, Bergenfield, and New Milford uh, communities that are responding. Um, there are people that are, are coming in from, from Manhattan, people from Riverdale, from Fairlawn, from New Rochelle. Um, you know, people should join us. It's not, you know, you, you, because, because you're not from the Teaneck, uh, Bergenfield, and New Milford community doesn't mean that you can't come and uh, uh, enjoy an evening and, and learn a little bit about Azimitzion. And by the way, one of the things I should mention, I was, uh, I was uh, talking with um, Shulam yesterday. Shalom Lammer, um, and uh, we were discussing a number of things for the, for the program. And this this is something you uh, actually there are only a handful of people who know about. But you, um, you, Miriam, Miriam Wallach, myself, uh, Shalom, we, we have a very special surprise planned um, for for Saturday night. Uh, can't spill the beans, uh, but uh, it's something that uh, I think people are going to really enjoy with uh, with, with Shalom. Uh, it's going to be a little bit different. Yes, it will be different, exciting. And people will be telling their friends and neighbors that they were there to witness it. That is correct. Right? That's a good way of putting it. Yep. <laughs> Eveningofheroes.com. Go to the website. We'll see you Saturday night, everybody, in Teaneck, New Jersey, at Congregation Keter Torah. Ryan Hyman is the National Director of Development for Azer Mitzion, and he is the one who has welcomed us with open arms into these uh, efforts to uh, continue to uh, make people aware of the great work that Azer Mitzion is doing. Ryan, I thank you for that. I look forward to Saturday night. Thank you for making us part of it. And uh, we'll keep reminding everybody to keep RSVPing and be there at the event on Saturday night. 
Thank you, and uh, Nakam, thank you for being such an incredible friend of the organization. I appreciate that. It's really an honor, and I thank you for that. Ryan Hyman, everybody, you'll see him Saturday night. Go over and say hi. You'll be impressed. There are not a lot of impressive national directors of developments for organizations. He's in that handful uh, that are impressive and really effective, which is amazing to see. It's one of the reasons Azer Mitzion is is becoming as well-known as it is. Anyway, you get an opportunity to help, but I know Ryan said it's a free event. It is a free event, but you also get an opportunity to learn and to help. Go to eveningofheroes.com, eveningofheroes.com. I'll see you there at Congregation Ketter Torah. And no joke, I'm really speaking with Brett Stevens and preparing probably the same questions you'd ask if you're familiar with Brett and his opinions on a lot of things, uh, Israel, the White House, um, uh, what's happening in general in the Middle East, uh, Europe, etc. Um, uh, global warming, no joke. He's been a very outspoken uh, uh, critic of, of on the issue of global warming. We're going to discuss all these things. So, and, and I'm telling you, I'm uh, trying my best to think of what the average person in that audience would want to know about. So come and enjoy. I think you'll find it fascinating. More coming up. JM in the AM. 13 minutes before 8 o'clock. Uh, again, a reminder uh, that I want to thank Bob Finischel of uh, Silver Spring, Maryland. He has um, he has de- he has sponsored this morning's JM in the AM, and has dedicated it to the Jewish residents of Leisure World, Silver Spring, Maryland. And I thank you for that, and we send our best regards to everybody down there in Silver Spring, Maryland. Um, if you would like to sponsor part or all of a radio broadcast in memory of somebody, in honor of somebody, whatever the case may be, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, click on sponsorship opportunities. More coming up. It's JM in the AM. Let's 
בית עם המון ברכה ממשפחה. את הפרנסה, נתת לי את הביוב, נתת לי וגם את כל החסד בחיי. JM and the AM wrapping up the hour with a uh, selection done by uh, Simcha Liner off the brand new album titled Kolakavo that's called Harbei Nachat here at JM and the AM. Uh, before that one, you heard the uh, Aryeh Kunstler selection, Imesh Gachech. We're ready to open up the 8 o'clock hour, and we'll do so with a song uh, that is quite intertwined with Camp Kaylee and our friends at Ohel. As we get set to introduce our Ohel segment this morning right now at the beginning of the 8 o'clock hour, Kolaneshama, a song with over 151,000 views on YouTube already with Natanel Hirschnick and the Maccabees. That's how we'll kick it off at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world, the web, and NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. 
So we all want something different. But the reality is... Those are words from uh, Harvey Cayley of Blessed Memory, which wraps up the video of Colin Shabbat with Natanel Hirschdick and the Maccabees. And now I get to introduce the uh, Chief Development Officer at the uh, amazing OHEL organization. That's Robert Katz, who is here this morning at JMAM. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Nachum, otherwise known as the uh, OHEL Children's Home and Family Services. <laughs> Sorry about that. Incor- incorporated. I, I gave it the short version. 1969. <laughs> Sorry about that. Well, the word OHEL also gets lost. We get we get really uh, not upset, you know. I mean, there are things to get upset about. It's a in sensitive life. topic. It's, it's a sensitive. But no, I mean, it seems Siegel has, oh, has struck a nerve here. OHEL is like OHEL is a kind of word that in in print right. gets lost. Right. Uh, capital O H E L. Like what is that? That's that's an OHEL. Right. You know. So that's why we always try to bold all the letters in the four uh, in the four, the four letters of the word OHEL to just give it a little bit more presence. Right. Well, in in um, in uh, defense of Nahum Siegel. Uh, on the announcement for the dinner, it does say OHEL 50th Annual Gala. So it does, you know, it doesn't have those extra words around the... Uh... Yeah, but it's in caps at least, so it, <laughs> it screams out at you. So I have to say it louder, you're saying. Okay, OHEL! <laughs> Why is it so significant that we opened up today's conversation with Kohan and Shema from the Tunnel Hirschdick and the Maccabees? Because I asked you to do it. Yeah, but what's the significance <laughs> behind it? <laughs> <laughs> um, because Nathaniel Hirschdick, who is just an unbelievable sweet man and uh, a hugely talented individual and modest, as we know, and uh, came up to Camp Cayley and wanted to give a gift uh, and do something in memory of Harvey and in honor of Gloria, she should live and be well. And um, Nathaniel and the, and the Maccabees came up uh, over the summer and uh, did a video live uh, on... Um, filmed on on site uh, during camp and um it was just such a catchy song and such a happy song and it made everyone feel so good and you know it's it, a fun video it's a fun video uh, over 150,000 things like, like you said on YouTube yeah. and 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 just bottom line they did a great job it's a lot of fun it's a really fun video check it out everybody and as i said it ends actually with the words of Harvey Cayley of blessed memory cuz he addressed the camp more than once he addressed and the, he addressed the OHL dinner more than well, once well well again you know over the years as he lost the ability to walk and use his own legs, and he was in a wheelchair, he made a point of speaking to the crowd at the Ohel Gala and challenging them, right. and made a, a a point of speaking to the students, to the campers at Camp Cayley, and telling them to look themselves in the eye and say, I like myself, I'm proud of myself. Look at what I am, look what I've become, look what I can do, and the disabilities that you have really shouldn't stop you from what you're doing. The famous line is, I stood in front of you last year, literally stood in front of you last year on my own two legs. This year, I sit in front of you on a wheelchair. Right. But I'm the same person. I'm the same loving, giving person who believes in humanity, who believes in the good of all people and our ability to do good as a community. No question about it. And his... um, His... um personality his um i'm trying to think of the right word uh, his uh i don't want to say countenance that would be a little too much uh but the the uh his presence gravitas his presence even though he's no longer with us is still felt at events oh. like this oh no his presence is felt and his presence will always be felt um you know uh, i mean what what can we do with, without him we 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 have an annual now uh, Harvey Aloha Shalom and Gloria Kaylee Community Impact Award. Right. We're giving it to uh, our good friends at the Apple Bank. Um, Stephen C. Bush is the president and CEO, and 
his predecessor, Alan Shamoon, was just a huge fan of Ohel and the work. Um, I mean, they got involved because someone put up flyer in front of them about our work with foster care children. And Alan said, what do you mean, they're Jewish foster care children? And this is, he was fascinated by it. And that's how they got involved. And, and, and I um, think they were recognized a few years back, if I'm not mistaken. Um, at a different kind of event. They, right. they always donate the uh, Apple Bank, the, the uh, uh, landmark building on uh, 76th, 73rd and Broadway uptown. We use it for multiple right. events. And we used to have the Big Apple Bash there right. for the young couples on the up for the young singles on the Upper West Side. Right. And uh, we've transformed that now to use it for other events. But, um, you know, getting back to Harvey, uh, I love Hasholom for a second. Um, the man had incredible presence uh, and the man had incredible vision. Um, and, uh, our CEO, David Mandel, you know, worked with him hand in hand really, uh, to build what, what he's built both at Ohel and up at Camp Cayley. And you know what? Thank God, Gloria and, 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 uh, you know, her, her daughters and, um, and her family in Israel. Um, there's a Hachnasat Sefer Torah right now in Harvey's memory that David is in Israel for. Wow. David Mandel's in Israel. They're donating another Sefer Torah. So uh, in, in Ramat HaSharon, where the fam- where some of the family lives. So he's there now for that. And it's it's just, you know, there are angels in this world, Nahum. And I think that's why we continue to do what we do. Because um, you never know when you're going to be touched by an angel. You know, as a as someone who's in development or advancement or whatever you want to call it, fundraising for many, many years, you know, we all tell our children, don't chase the butterfly. Don't chase the butterfly because they're so hard to catch. Mm-hmm. Once in a while, your head is turned and the butterfly is there sitting on your left shoulder and you look and you go, hmm. hello, Harvey Kaylee. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there are a few people like that. There are a few people like that, and that makes it all worthwhile. OHEL's 50th annual gala. We had an opportunity when David was here to, to speak about the uh, different honorees. The Meridian Capital Group are the guests of honor. Uh, Susan and David Mandel, of course. Uh, David and his wife receiving the Leadership Award, and we mentioned that David's with the organization 24 years, and that in many ways is an aberration these days because uh, – Sometimes when you're at an organization for about five years, people ask, what's wrong? You're here already five years. Is it time to move on somewhere else? I saw a statistic that the average millennial by the age of 50 will have 17 jobs. Wow. That based on the I'm current- I'm still working on number two. <laughs> I know. It's like <laughs> between you and David, you're dinosaurs. Exactly. But you know what? Baruch Hashem. I wish I, 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 I'll, I'll admit it. I wish I had some of that, you know. I look at people who are in positions for many, many years. And by the way, 50 years you know, of OHEL celebration, we're honoring, not honoring per se, but part of the program that evening, we'll be recognizing employees who've been with us for 30, 40, 45 years. Right. Um, you know, and, and is it an aberration? Yeah, it's a total aberration. Uh, the, again, that's an unbelievable statistic. The average millennial by age 50 will have had 17 jobs. Unbelievable. The Nussbaums are receiving the Nadiv Lev Award and the Judith Goldberg Ness and Dr. Seth Ness, the Camp Cayley Family of the Year. You mentioned Apple Bank. We should spend a minute or two uh, talking about the big debut for November the 24th at the New York Marriott Marquis, and that's the all-new and creative program. Uh, many people are used to what they normally see at an OHEL dinner, although there have been some changes over the years, and certainly everybody has in their mind what a typical Jewish organizational dinner is like. Why will November 24th at the New York Marriott Marquis be different? The goal of the program is for the person of the marketing group that we hired to present the evening for us 
to get five phone calls the next two days from Jewish organizations saying, whatever you did for OHEL, we want you to do for us. You think that's going to happen? I think it might. I think it might. Either it's going to be a train wreck. <laughs> and you know what? Why not pay to see a train wreck? That's always fun. Uh, you know, you could say you were Whoa. there. You know, no, I, I don't. It's not going to be a train wreck. It's going to be, um, we, we got our first taste yesterday and um, we saw the opening. And um, Miriam Weiss and myself viewed it together with some uh, key staff members uh, on a Zoom conference call. And we stood up on a Zoom conference call and applauded. Um, really? We stood up and, and applauded, and, and we were crying. Uh, we, we were crying. What was it, five minutes or so? A, a, well, it was, it was a seven-and-a-half-minute so. intro. And, um, but that's the intro to, 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 to suck you into the evening. Right. Uh, we, we were crying, and then I felt like I needed my staff just to give them some chizuk to show them and to remind them why they're doing this and why they're taking the phone calls and why they're writing the ads and why they're running the $360 gifts, um, you know, and, and just to remind them. I brought the staff into my office at about 6.15 last night, and I shut the lights, I pulled down the shades, I put it on the big screen in my office, my, my computer screen, and I walked out. And eight minutes later, I heard clapping in my office. <laughs> And I went back in, and two of the four staff members had tears running down their eyes. Um, the theme of the evening is giant leaps taken, bold steps forward. We've been doing this for 50 years. We want people to know what the next 50 years are going to look like. And we want people to understand that OHEL is not an organization for the last 50 years as much as it's going to need to be a critical organization for the next 50 years considering what we see happening in the world today mm -hmm. critical and i mean critical i mean you know um even if you know like you said you know you have the ability to sit here for 25 years and do the same thing and i've had a few positions in my life you know what if if, if I, i'd love to be a board member of ohel i'd absolutely adore being a board member at ohel and saying that i'm a board member of, of ohel uh it's um so anyway, the program. Yeah. The, the the program is, and we're going to release snippets of the video, I think, on social media, just 10, 20 seconds to give people a feel for what it's like. Interesting. Um, we, 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 are, we are not um, having speeches. <laughs> um, the, That's the, a welcome uh, I, I mean, Rav, da, Rav David Cohen, uh, you know, who gives the opening benediction, the bracha, the divrei bracha, will speak from a lectern for a few moments but other than that other than that imagine steve jobs or now tim cook in front of a 60 foot led screen on stage with nothing but that and ancillary screens and everything that you're showing is just magnified so big and having a steve jobs or a tim cook like personality given ohel ted talk on stage at the Marriott Marquis, where he weaves in the honorees and the videos on the, on, the, on the honorees, and we weave in a moment where we recognize our clients, and certain clients will appear on stage in a walk of honor to represent all of our clients. And uh, you have the MC storyteller for the evening, a gentleman named Brett Culp, who we're going to introduce to the Jewish world that night, you know, instead of maybe, you know, having Moish uh, uh, Hellman, uh, Jay Kestenbaum, uh, 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 Mel Zachter speak from, from a lectern, he's going to go into the audience and he's going to say, hey, hey, everybody, you know, 
the spotlight will be on Mellon, on Brett, and and he will engage Mellon conversation that way. Um, will everybody in the room be able to see that screen? Oh, it's not. I mean, if you no, it's it's yes. It's not only the huge sixty foot LED screen right. with two ancillary towers. There are five 30 foot screens around the room, all, all around the room, um, and it's a complete audio visual experience that's going to immerse you. We had a problem. We OHEL has a has a real problem as an organization that other organizations don't, and that is we do such heavy lifting, we do such difficult work that we can't we can't take the bull child and put him in front of you and say deal with it. Um, you know how do you do that with with a family that's broken down? How do you do that with a, a situation so, uh, such as domestic violence? I mean, you all can't, confidentiality. Oh, oh, I mean, confidentiality and and just and, and so the the producers of the evening said to us, "We are going to illustrate the invisible for you." And I understand that it's a concept that people can't quite wrap their heads around right now. First of all, illustrating the invisible sounds just very cool mm -hmm. and very interesting and intriguing. And we've chosen an, a TED Talk-like format for that to happen so that people don't focus on the speeches and what this guy has to say or that guy wants to say or that lady wants to, you know, a point that lady wants to make. But instead, the entire story of Ohel will be told in a TED Talk format on stage um, with key players interspersed throughout the evening having roles as part of the as part of the event. And um, we're taking a I don't think we're taking that much of a risk. Could we sit here five days later and could you be on the air the next morning? You'll be in attendance. And could you say, folks, oh, hell really changed the way Jewish community dinners are run. You might say it. And if you do, that's really what we want it to happen. But but on a bigger picture, mm -hmm. what we want to happen is for people to say, wow, this is the ohel of, of the next 50 years. Giant t leaps taken, bold steps forward. This is great. This is a bold step forward. Well, there you have it. Robert Katz is encouraging everybody not only to support the cause because the honorees are being uh, um, uh, feted that evening and because many of you are familiar with them, um, that's one of the typical reasons one would attend a dinner. And he's also not asking that you come simply because you're a supporter of OHEL. He wants everyone out there to be there because it's a unique program. This is something different. This is something that's going to shine the light on what OHEL is doing, even uh, those programs that are invisible to us for a variety of reasons, including confidentiality. And on top of that, it will give a perspective of what we could expect from OHEL as we embark now on the next 50 years. So Ohel's 50th Gala is happening Sunday, November 24th at the New York Marriott Marquis. Go to ohelgala.org, ohelgala.org, or dial 718-972-9338, 718-972-9338, and celebrate five decades of service at the historic 50th annual Gala of Ohel. You know, this is where the hand of Hashem comes in. You, you can't predict things like this. Yeah. So obviously there's a Jewish media blitz, and, and David Mandel is giving lots of interviews now to the local newspapers. We're becoming much more prominent on social media. Um, and um, we get a phone call from someone who read about Ohel celebrating its 50th Gala. And the guy says, you know, I, I never knew when the opportunity was to tell you this, but my first cousin, who lives down in Florida, might very well have been the first Ohel child. Ah, 
And we always wondered. You Meaning know, foster care. Foster care. Now, you always wonder, like, who, like, you know, like, what was it like in 1969? Right. Long story short, through our publicity and through our media, we have discovered and we have corroborated and found the first Ohel child. Oh, my gosh. Who lived Borough with, Park home? Uh, who 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 lived from the from the Bronx? Right. A young Jewish boy from the Bronx who couldn't live with his parents. I, I'm not sure what the details were, but he ended up living with a wonderful family, ironically named Mandel in Borough Park. Right. Okay, and it turns out that we found him, and we're flying him up for the event, and he's going to participate in some way. But he said to us, "Could you do me a favor?" He said. In 1969, it was like three or four of us living with that one household with the with the Mandels in Borough Park. Right. And he said, I had a best friend. It was the first best friend of my life. He was a Jewish best friend. He was 10 years old also. And I never knew what happened to him. We went and found and located. He gave us the name. Still around? He's still around. <laughs> one's down in Florida. One's up here in New York. Right. And we're going to reunite the two 10-year-old boys <laughs> from 1969 from the first foster care home. That's pretty amazing. That's pretty cool. So that's Yad Hashem. I think my Shaman was in that first home, if I'm not mistaken. I think I'd visited, if I'm not mistaken. Well, we're gonna, we're, we look. Certainly we, the first official we home all, he was in. We also have to tell the story of the 50 years. Right. And and so rather than the big 500-page journal that, that we're normally put out, you know, we are going tablets and right. uh, on the screens, you know, on tables and all that, of course. And we have an online journal, of course. And the honorees will get beautiful leather-bound journals. Right. But what everyone's going to get that evening is like a commemorative World Series program. <laughs> you know, uh, they're going to get like the 48-page color glossy. Uh, scorecard in the middle. Scorecard in the middle. <laughs> and... Um, yeah. Now batting number forty one. List, list of coaches on page twenty four. Uh, and uh, oh, look who's starting for Philadelphia tomorrow night. Uh, and um, we're gonna go. We're gonna go through the decades. We're gonna we're gonna have the the program uh, color color glossy photos. Miriam and the staff are doing an amazing job of coming up with and digging through the archives. People are calling us. They have their uh, the first ever Ohel Stucker box. I mean, you know, we're going on eBay looking for OL stuff. <laughs> and and it'll be, you know, the photos of all this kind of stuff, like the first OHEL, uh, um, uh, uh, what's it called? The uh, Stucker Box. Uh, is, you know, we, you know we, have, we have one of those, and it'll be very interesting just to, to trace, as you mentioned, Moish right. Hellman being there at the, first, at the first home. But, you know, <clears throat> people say to us, okay, it's the question, as you know now as well, Okay, but where's my money going to? Right. Where's my money going to? What impact is it making? You guys get government support. What do you need my money for? And and allow me to answer that question. Sure. All right. Um, OHEL gets government support up to a point. The Jewish community, I believe, should be ecstatic that we get government support right. because the hours that our people put in getting government support only means that their brothers and sisters and mothers and fathers and sons and daughters are getting top-notch help. But even if the government gives us X amount of dollars, they're only going to cover things up until a point. They'll give us a, a Timex, but we need a Rolex. Mm -hmm. We have a foster child, let's say, at Hank. Uh, it's just, 
at BB Dos Base Yaakov, at SUNY Oneonta, at Bubaver. I'm picking four places randomly, okay? We have a foster child at each of those locations. First of all, none of the kids know that they're a foster child. We know they are. Okay, school's over. Now what? They've got to go to camp. So New York City writes us a check for one week to send them to the Fresh Air Fund. Right. No, that's not going to work. Not sufficient. Not sufficient. They've got to go to camp Dina, Sternberg, uh, Mosheva, wherever, right? Who's going to pay for that? Um, if a child is exhibiting extreme psychological difficulties, and we know that there's an expert up at Mount Sinai that they must see, New York City's going to say, take them to the clinic up the block in Borough Park. There's a facility, a, a, a psycho. Mm-hmm. A, no, no, the child's going to go to the best possible uh, you know, doctor up at Mount Sinai Medical. Yeshiva tuitions. Yeshiva tuitions. Foster parents can't pay the yeshiva tuition. I mean, they're already, they're already angels of God taking in a foster child, and the yeshiva bill comes in, and the yeshiva tuition bills get sent to us, and the $28,000 bill has to be paid by us. I have someone on staff, Rifki Kahan, who does nothing, not nothing, but does among other function. things, but who her, her, her main function is to negotiate with the yeshivas, to negotiate down the tuition so that we can take then take something of of some kind of somewhat affordable number and say to good people, generous people in the community, please help us pay for this child's yeshiva tuition because the government's not paying for the yeshiva tuition. They're paying for, for, for public school. Aye, aye, aye. Okay. And then what if the child is a special needs child? And what if they're at some of the schools that, that you know, that cost thirty eight forty five thousand dollars Here's one. Here's one. I had a, had a conversation with someone yesterday and she asked me, you know, tell me what, what, what are the deficits? And I said, you know what? When you're giving to the dinner this year, I want you to think of the women in our domestic violence program and what happens with them on Pesach. She said, what do you mean? I said, yeah, we get money from the government, of course, to help shelter women and their children fleeing domestic violence. But let me ask you a question. What do you think Ohel does with them on Pesach? She said, I have no idea. I said, do you understand that we find a hotel, the cheapest but nicest, most bechavadig, three-star hotel we can find. It could be somewhere possibly, you know, in, in, in Hoboken, New Jersey. I don't know. And we take these women and their children away for three nights. And we bring staff, and we bring a rav, and we bring a mashgiach. And we take them away for three nights to hold sadarim for them and their children. While we're sitting around our seder tables, and they're all checked into the hotel under pseudonyms. Mm-hmm. We make up names for them. Mm-hmm. And the caterer and the hotel knows exactly who's coming in. Not their names, right. but they know that these are OHEL clients. And so while we're sitting at our, at our Seder tables, at some three-star hotel somewhere in the New York, New York City vicinity, tri-state area, there's a program for 27 people being run by OHEL with women and children checked in under pseudonyms so that they can have a Pesach Seder. The government doesn't cover that. Unbelievable. And this is, of course, just scratching the surface. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's just... Robert Katz and I remind you that we will be there the night of November the 24th, and we want to see you there. Great honorees, wonderful 50 years to commemorate, and as Robert described, a unique and brand new type of dinner program that you will find fascinating. Contact OHEL and make your reservation by going to the web at ohelgala.org, ohelgala.org, or dial 718-972-9338. 718-972-9338. 
Nachum Seeger, it's a pleasure having you here. <laughs> Thank you. It's great to be here. We uh, we love seeing you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Good to be in the Cats Network studio. <laughs> KSN. KSN. Thank I, you so much. Yeah, no, uh, uh, beautiful uh, you know, studio as always. I miss the old days. What old days? I miss I miss some of the old days. That's all. Oh, really? That's all I'm saying. I guess I'm the only one who doesn't miss the old days. No, because you live across the street. <laughs> <laughs> Baruch Hashem. Robert Katz, thank you very much. See you at the Ohel Gala. Go, go to the uh, website, call the phone number, and join us on the 24th of November. You are listening to JM in the AM.
צדיקתו השם כי יוריב מלכו. אך משפוטי אתה באוי סוך, מדוע, מדוע דרך רשועים צולחו, שאלו כל בוגדי בוגד, ריבו הינוי שלא הילום, מדוע? צדיקתו השם כי יורי וילכו, אך משפוטי A little Ohad segment with Madua, and before that, Malchuscha here at JM in the AM. Thursday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM, and you know there are no bigger fans of the Yeshiva University men's basketball team, the uh, Maccabees, than, uh, than we here at JM in the AM and the Nachum Siegel Network, and uh, we have good news. We have good news. We have waited for months. No joke. We've waited for months for this news. And we finally have good news. The 5780-2019-2020 men's basketball schedule will commence this coming Saturday night. That's the good news. The season is starting. Finally. We've waited all the way since February. We've been yelling and screaming at Coach Steinmetz, get this thing started already. We want to see our young men take the court across the country and represent the Jewish people the way they do. And finally, this coming Saturday night and Sunday in California. Why California? I don't know. We'll find out in a minute. The season finally begins. Coach Elliot Steinmetz, coach of the Yeshiva University men's basketball team, the Maccabees, welcome back to JM and the AM. Thanks, Malcolm. Have you also been waiting anxiously since February to get this thing going? Yeah, I, I think uh, the guys and me have been waiting since we walked out of the locker room at Farmingdale last, uh, last February. And uh, here the mission begins, and you've chosen an interesting location. The season starts Saturday night in Los Angeles. Why? Uh, there are a few reasons. You know, I think it's good for our program, obviously, to get out and, and travel and, and play, you know, play teams outside of our conference and outside of our region as we try to kind of boost uh, you know, boost ourselves a little nationally and get some recognition. But you know, more importantly, we have a lot of guys from LA on our roster, and we really do recruit there heavily. 
Um, you know, I think it's exciting for you know certainly a guy like Simcoe Halpert, who's been with us for four years, to get to play in front of his friends and family at home. Uh, you know, and Ryan Terrell, who's been a big player for us the last year, um, to get to go home and play in front of you know a home crowd. Uh, and, you know, along with another four or five guys on our roster that are Los Angeles based. Right. So those two games will happen this weekend. Are the prospects good for this weekend, or you don't make predictions when it comes to the possibility of winning? I don't like to make predictions. You know, I, I like what we have going in practice so far. You know, I think we have real depth. You know, I think we have uh, some good size and some good talent. Uh, and I'm kind of excited to see what it looks like when we actually get out on the floor when it matters. I'm most excited because you have a group of young men that represent the Jewish people really well. That's yeah, why I'm they, excited. They, they do a real good job of that too. <laughs> by the way, by the way, I was I stopped by Tyler Hode's engagement party. And there were, there were a lot of tall guys there. You can imagine why, right? Because he's a member of the team. And I'm looking at, at the tall guys as we're trying to make our way you know, through this sea of people and say to them, you, you see why it's so difficult for us to navigate a kiddish? It's like impossible for guys our size. So I had, well, a, I had a little bit of sympathy being at that event. <laughs> now you know what it's like being at a Seagull family event. <laughs> exactly. I'm telling you. A collection of people who couldn't navigate the crowd. It's impossible. Anyway, um... From California, you then go to Maryland. Is there a uh, is, is is this also part of the plan to give another community an opportunity to come out and root for Yeshiva? Yeah, it, it was the same concept. I mean, it was an opportunity to, again to play you know two really good teams um, that are generally nationally or regionally ranked, uh, but we you know also an opportunity to get kind of get the Baltimore community and, and the surrounding area involved. You know, Donnie Katz has been with us for four years and is the captain on the team. And this kind of gives an opportunity for some of his friends and family to come out and see him closer to home. Is the first official conference game on November 23rd, is that the first time you play an actual conference game? That sounds right. I don't have the schedule in front of me, and I generally try not to look at the game more than a game ahead. Yeah, now that I get, but I'm wondering about, uh, it, it would seem then the first, that sounds right. the first six games of the season, obviously they count, and we know what that means, but for those who are waiting for conference play, it's going to take a while before that starts. That's right. Um, now you've been, you've gotten a couple of, uh, let me get this right. Number one uh, in the, I, I assume it's a coach's poll. You'll tell me if I'm wrong, uh, where, where Yeshiva actually got a vote in the top 25 division three nationwide. Was it in fact a coach's poll? I think it's a combination of coaches and media. Okay. So that's pretty cool that you actually were included in that list of, you know, people to watch out for, so to speak, or teams to watch out for. And then am I right that this week there was another development, something, something else that, uh, that came across the wire in terms, oh yeah, it was a, um, it was actually a prediction, a prediction that you guys are the favorites to win your division in the Skyline Conference. Am I right that that's what happened this week? That there was that's a, right. Yeah, that that that's the coach's poll. That's correct. Now, do you also shy away from that? Is that a piece of news you try to keep away from your team because you don't want to give them a little too much uh, overconfidence, Coach Diamonds? Uh, I mean, everyone knows about it. Obviously, it ends <laughs> yeah. up on social media. Yeah, we, we don't talk about it too much. Uh, you know, we, we had the same thing last year, and it, it didn't get us where we wanted to get. You know, it's it's Do nice, they... and it's it's definitely uh, exciting to have that kind of recognition early on. It's you know, but... I always tell the guys it's it's proof of the hard work they put in in the past, and they kind of have to now bring that forward. Does this team, and and this would go, I guess, for you know, really the the, the team of the last couple of years as well? Does it have your personality? Meaning that when they see this type of news story that they're predicted to win a division, they, they essentially scoff at it and it's almost meaningless to them? I think we're getting there. 
Uh, you know, that's that's the goal. I, you know, I, I think it's important for guys to be excited about it. I think it's important for them to realize that it's, uh, you know, it's it's good evidence of of a program that they've helped to build. But you know, at the same time, in terms of what it means going forward, you know, the only thing that matters going forward is the work they're putting in now. Um, all right, the uh, you know nuts and bolts. Now, I'm assuming that the majority of the starting lineup from last year is the same. Have we decided who's replacing Tal Guetta in the starting lineup? Yeah, so it, it looks like Aton Halpert will start there. Nice! Uh, Simcoe's brother, which I'm excited about. He's looked really good in practice so far. Um, and yeah, you're correct. The other, the other four will be the same. Now, now, th- now, this is going to sound like a backhanded compliment, and, and I don't mean it this way, but I think it's an important observation. If he's starting, he he must have had a tremendous... 2019 so far he must have had tremendous improvement since february would that be fair to say that's fair you know he he, he was good enough to start i think last year from a talent perspective you know i think he, what, what what's happened over the offseason is he's really um you know gotten understanding of what we're running and and been able to kind of improve that part of the game where he's you know much more comfortable in the system and, and we've kind of uh you know worked hard to get him there but more importantly he's really worked hard himself over the offseason Watching film and really making sure he's understanding what he's doing, wow. you know, out on the floor in our system, and he's looked great so far. Is everybody healthy? Thank God, everybody is healthy right now. Yeah, yeah, Baruch Hashem for that. And look, Coach, uh, you know, I, I'm going to have to say it. I'm going to have to say it. <laughs> I said it to you when I saw you last. And it looked like you were almost ready to agree with me, although I think I, I think when, when it comes to these types of things behind the scenes, you'd prefer to keep a, um, a poker face. But you know this is the year. You know that this is, you know, there is such a level of expectation from us, the hardcore fans of the Yeshiva University Maccabees, such a crazy level of expectation. I, I don't, when I saw you and discussed this with you off the air, it felt to me like you were excited about that, that there was this level of expectation. But one could argue on this eve of the season, which begins Saturday night, that it, that just the opposite, that you know, it puts a tremendous amount of pressure on you and the team. Yeah, that's a good problem to have. I, I am excited about it. I think that's you know, the goal. That's what we were shooting for. We, you know, we, want, we want to be a top team in our conference. We want to be a top team in, in the country in Division Three and you can't get there if you're constantly just, you know, staying behind the scenes and being and being an underdog. So, you know, the fact that we've the last few years been able to kind of get out ahead and, and get some of that recognition and, and have a target on our back a little bit, I think it's a good experience for our guys basketball-wise, but I think it's also a good experience for them life-wise. Do you realize that a guy like me was ready to fly to L.A.? I just couldn't cancel the gigs I have this weekend. Otherwise, I would have been there for the beginning of the season. That's how crazy fans like me are about this team. Yeah. I, I actually do believe it, and I'm a little surprised that you won't be there. <laughs> <laughs> well, what can I do? You know, <laughs> got to make a living, if you know what I mean. But, but yeah, I, and from what I, by the way, I spoke to Coach Steinmetz. Yes, I'm speaking to you in the third person. I spoke to Coach Steinmetz a few weeks ago and said one of the reasons I wanted to be in L.A. was because the team should have some support on the road 3,000 miles away. And you said to me, no, 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 no. There ain't going to be a problem with support. We have so many yeshiva-type people who are coming out uh, already and are really excited about the game. So so this this might feel like a home game Saturday night. I hope so. I have to say, though, we, we you know, the L.A. community has been amazing. I mean, we, we've had you know a nice amount of support and people reaching out and people helping with you know different logistics on the trip. They, they've just been awesome and they've been welcoming, and I'm, I'm really excited to get there later today. 
And oh, today you fly out there with the team. Oh boy, this is going to be amazing. I'm telling you, a lot of expectations. You had the big winning streak last year. That was something that had never happened at that level um, in Yeshiva University's history in basketball history. Uh, the year before, of course, Skyline Championship, going to the Division Three, and and expectations are even larger now. I, I don't know how far you could take this team, but boy, are we rooting for you! And again, Coach Steinmetz, before you, before I let you go. I got to say this one more time because I think it's important for this audience to remember, especially those who question why on earth does Nahum Siegel make such a big deal about YU basketball. And I will say it again, that the most important thing that this team does, and traditionally they always have, this is not a knock on any previous teams or coaches, traditionally they always have, they have this uncanny, incredible ability to represent the Jewish people well in a sport that's taken very seriously, in venues that can be very challenging, and in venues where there are people who have never met a Jewish person before. I know you take that responsibility very seriously, and thank God your team does. I do, and, and they do, and, and I think it's really, it's, you know, it's not, it's not a function of, of, you know, our leadership today. I think it's a function of the, of the past, both on the court and off. I think Yeshiva University in general does a great job of educating these kids on how to handle themselves in the real world. I think the families they come from do a great job, you know, doing the same thing. So we're kind of getting a, you know, a pretty finished product in that regard, and it's just a question of uh, putting them out there and, and letting the world see them. You know what I'm looking up right now? I'm looking up if I'm available on the 23rd Saturday night so I can be at the first conference game. Looks like I am. And by the way, as I always do, I'm going to highlight for this audience the really family-friendly games when it comes to the calendar. And that one, your first conference game against uh, Mount St. Vincent, is very family-friendly. 8.30 Saturday night, November the 23rd, and it'll be your first conference game of the season. So everybody, we circle that on our calendar, and I'll remind everybody as we get closer to be up at Yeshiva University that weekend. Coach Steinmetz, have a great trip with the team. Continue your amazing work. We are rooting for you, and we are just we are just so excited that this season is finally starting, and, and who knows? Who knows how far you can take this team? We can't wait to see it. Thanks so much for your support, as always, and we will talk soon. Appreciate we it. certainly will. Let's sweep them in L.A., and let's sweep them in Maryland. Let me see what's happening after Maryland. Let's beat Brooklyn College. Oh, is it only five games? Yeah, I think it's five games before we get back to uh, YU and Mount St. Vincent. So it's two in L.A. It is two in um, in Maryland. Then there's a game against Brooklyn College. Those will be the first five games of the season. And then Saturday night, the 23rd, against Mount St. Vincent up at Yeshiva University. Make sure to be there, everybody. Circle your calendar. Unless you're in Chevron for Parshas Chayesara, that would be a legitimate excuse not to be at the uh, at the game on the 23rd. Other than that, I can't think of any legitimate excuse. <laughs> Sorry, there's nothing else that comes across <laughs> that I can think of that would be a legitimate excuse aside from that. Uh, JM in the AM Thursday morning broadcast. My thanks to Elliot Stein. It's coming up. 9 a.m., Unlocking Greatness with Charlie Harari, followed by Spin Class with Michael Fragan. Jew in the City, Allison will speak to Zalman Grossbaum, CEO of a Lifetown. Um, CEO of Lifetown in Livingston, New Jersey. At 10.30 this morning, that's live with Miriam L. Wallach. Jessica Katz, the director of Yad Lea, is, uh, going to be, um, is going to be Miriam's guest at 10.30. 
We'll live lunch at 11 o'clock, throwback Thursday at 1. JM Rewind coming up at uh, 4 o'clock, including Sivan Rahav Meir, including uh, Dr. Yoni Ratzesdorfer about this coming Saturday night's event. Uh, that's all happening this coming, uh, that's all happening at 4 o'clock today on the JM Rewind. So make sure to be tuned in for that. And then at 7 o'clock tonight, the Erev Shabbos show hosted by Mark Zamek, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. The Erev Shabbos show for Lech Lecha will be tonight at 7 p.m. It'll encore at 3 a.m. Friday morning and 10 a.m. Friday morning. Make sure to be tuned in. Simcha Liners, brand new at JM in the AM.
JM in the AM, Harbe Nachat, brand new Simcha Liner here at JM in the AM. Uh, our friends at Art School remind you that uh, Rav Chaim Kanievsky on Chumash Bracious is now available. Use the promo code RADIO and um, save 15% and get free shipping. Again, use the promo code RADIO, save 15% and get free shipping. Rav Chaim Kanievsky on Chumash Bracious, go to artscroll.com. Go to artscroll.com for information on that. Um, reminder about Saturday night, uh, Azer Mitzion event, fireside chat with Brett Stevens, an evening of heroes with IDF soldiers, eveningofheroes.com, eveningofheroes.com. I want to thank Bob Finischel, um, who has sponsored JM and AM today in honor of the Jewish residents of Leisure World, Silver Spring, Maryland. If you want to sponsor part or all of a JM and AM broadcast, um, if you want to sponsor part or all of a JM the AM broadcast, go to uh, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Click on Sponsorship Opportunities, and we thank you. Um, the 2019 International Bible Competition for Adults, the U.S. Finals, is happening this coming Sunday at the Westside Institutional Synagogue on West 76th Street in New York City. It starts at 2 p.m. It's a fun game show style competition accompanied by videos and a live musical performance. The live musical performance is Ellie Marcus. It's all free. It's all free. You see the Chidon Tanach. You, you see and hear Ellie Marcus uh, perform 2 o'clock Westside Institutional Synagogue this Sunday. It's all free. Information azm.org slash Bible dash contest. You don't have to um, pay a thing. But you have to register. You have to RSVP. AZM.org slash Bible dash contest. AZM.org slash Bible dash contest. Well, uh, Mama Rachel's yard site is coming up. I believe it's this Shabbos, if I'm not mistaken. Here's Mordechai Ben David at JM in the AM. Stellar Roy, 
scheinen wie die Sinn. In Beis Amigdosh besiebucha soilo. Esch dann be dir verstehn, sie ist der Teube alles gewähn. My brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Round the world, the web, and AlchemSegal.com, and the AlchemSegal Network, and of course, in the beloved NSNF. Wraps up a, uh, what is today? Thursday here at JM in the AM. Malcolm Holmline tomorrow, Executive Vice Chairman, Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations. We'll do the weekly update, 7.40 a.m. Eastern Time tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM. Plenty coming up. Charlie Harari's next. Uh, Jew in the City at 10 a.m. Allison Speaks to Zalman Grossbaum of Lifetown in Livingston, New Jersey. At 10.30, Miriam L. Wallach with That's Life with Jessica Katz, director of Yad Lea. Live lunch coming up at 11. JM Rewind at 4. 7 p.m. for the Erev Shabbos Show hosted by Mark Zamek. Brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. That's all happening starting at 7 p.m. tonight, Eastern Time. Have a fabulous Thursday. Till tomorrow, Malcolm Segal reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future.